0: Welcome to a new episode of the MBSE podcast. It's the first episode in 2023 and we have a new topic for you. Um, Today we're talking about a basic principle for systems engineering called systems thinking. Therefore, we have a special guest from Berlin, Germany. Uh, it's Lydia Kaiser. Uh, we know L- Lydia for a long time because she's well known in Germany for systems engineering and we are very happy to have her on this. Yeah, very, very interesting topic, but Lydia, please introduce yourself.
1: Thank you very much and thank you for inviting me. It is a pleasure to be your guest. So my name is Lydia Kaiser and for now, I'm professor at the Technical University in Berlin and the Einstein Center Digital Future. So I do research in systems engineering, model-based systems engineering, and also teach students in that topic. My background maybe is I studied physics in Paderborn and uh, did my PhD at the faculty of mechanical engineering uh, in the field of product development. So my PhD thesis, uh, the topic of that was to develop guidelines for modeling the system structure. That was my research and after that uh, I stayed in this uh, area and um, I worked at the Fraunhofer Institute and were head of the Department of Systems Engineering, Digital Engineering um, at the Fraunhofer Institute in Paderborn. So that means since 2007, uh, when I uh, came into the the um, field of the product development systems engineering that was the first contact with systems engineering so i developed methods tools and used methods and in interdisciplinary projects uh, and looking back it is a grown passion for systems engineering and in special in the principle uh, system thinking so i'm very glad that we can talk about that today
2: All right, so also welcome from my side as well. Glad to have you here. And yeah, let's start with a basic question. So we are not talking about systems engineering, we talk about systems thinking. So what is system thinking?
1: Okay, that's not that easy to answer, (laughs) but let's try. (laughs) Okay, um, why is this, uh, but what part does it take in the systems engineering? Maybe maybe we start with that. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For me, Systems engineering, uh, I try to describe it um, with a SE mannequin of Hava, Felna, and VEG, and they say that it is a problem-solving process, and we have to design systems, and we have to manage our projects, but at the end, we have in the head the principles. Yeah, And one of the principle is system thinking, and the other is the uh, procedure model. So that means that we go from abstract to concrete. And system thinking is more to have it a holistic way. Do it in a holistic way, um, see the whole system, understand how it's interact, uh, how the, uh, the parts interact with each other, how it's behave and so on so. So that is um, the way how we think in systems. Mm-hmm. But what does it really mean, right? <laughs> so when we start to teach systems engineering, this is the first we learn system thinking is one of the main aspects or one of the principle. But maybe you both, you work in systems engineering. What was the first time you ha- you came in contact with system thinking?
0: Hmm, that's a good question. And <laughs> yeah. to be honest, I think most of the times uh, in yeah in, in my early um, experiences with systems engineering i did systems thinking without knowing it yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, something like defining a system boundary and uh, let's say um, uh, defining interfaces between two parts and so on yeah that's basically what what you described before huh? it, yeah yeah uh, it was doing systems thinking with, without knowing it <laughs> mm-hmm. Tim what's what about you yeah
2: I think the ah uh, I think the first time I got in contact with system thinking was also the book from Hafinder mm-hmm. um his systems engineering book and uh, in that book he he mentioned system thinking uh, and then I looked for well, what is systems thinking and I remember it was a little bit strange because on one side it seems to be so simple so mm-hmm. now uh, see the holistic system and things like that but yes sure uh, and on the other side it was uh, not so simple to, to yeah. apply it and to know but what actually is it no so as it was yeah hard to to, to grab the the uh, real topic and mm-hmm. since then yeah um, uh, system thinking came around the corner all the time, no? so uh, it was mentioned several times in, in, in papers and publications and in, in, uh, customer settings and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's—I uh, never met someone who could really clearly explain what it is, so bring it to the point. But I think that's not possible, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I—I I, don't—I don't—I'm not sure if it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can um, can talk about some points, and maybe it will be a little bit better to understand. But at the end, it's so bring it on a point. It's very very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I think systems thinking for me it's the real magic of systems engineering. Right? And when mm-hmm. I I, That's um, good. I really um, love systems engineering, I would like to spread it into the world because I think everyone needs that. But at the end, I think it's not the systems engineering itself. It's really this thinking in systems. And mm-hmm. for me, it was um, when I look back on my um, my future, how, what have I done before? And uh, am I a system thinker or not? I think it's more like that I trained it by doing uh, all the stuff. Uh, Christian, you mentioned, right? <laughs> because describing systems to um, describe the system of um in different ways bringing different uh, perspectives into account because we have interdisciplinary teams all that brings you that you think of the system on a very different way Mm -hmm. and that makes it uh, so so magical but and Mm then you have the technical system and then you go through the world (laughs) and see everything is a system and that Mm -hmm. makes very um fascinating because then you understand uh, all the parts in our world are connected with each other right and you have to think about for example also the university i work now is a system and mm-hmm. we have the faculties and we have the institutes and whatever mm-hmm. and all are connected it, it's not possible to 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 look at the university at itself and only thinking in silos, <laughs> but <laughs> understand it's all mm-hmm. uh, connected with each other.
2: Yeah. And what was first there, systems thinking or systems engineering or was uh, it hard to say where, where, where was the starting point? So was there a starting point for systems thinking? So this, the paper, the book that invented the term or? Uh,
1: um, I'm not sure. I think it's uh, the system theory itself mm-hmm. was the basis for both, <laughs> yeah. right? And, um, and then it comes up that it's called system thinking. It was, I think, uh, the most um, person that formed that was uh, Jay Furster from the MIT. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it was um, by inventing more of the system dynamics uh, concept. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. many people talk about system thinking, they associate it with a system dynamics method. Mm-hmm. But it's, for me, it's more the idea thinking in systems and you have many methods you can use to train it or to understand a system as a whole and system dynamics is one of it. It
0: makes it yeah. possible. And if somebody wants to get more into detail. How could this person learn systems thinking? Is there Mm -hmm. the one book, is there the one training, the one guy you have to meet? Uh, Do you know something about this?
1: Um, I think there are many, many books that um, have this first chapter maybe starting with this principle and the magic really of system thinking. That is the book uh, from um, Danielle Meadow. System mm-hmm. think or thinking in systems, I think that's called, are Peter Sager, uh,
2: The fifth dif- discipline, right?
1: The fifth discipline, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That are books that are very, very great. And um but then there is, for example, one is also focusing on system dynamics more in detail, and but it brings also the whole to look at the world itself as a system, it's really interesting. Um that is one to start, uh, but I think it's also why we have people starting in systems engineering. As I said, it's the first or second lecture session we talk about system thinking. We say that is the one of the main principles and so on and so. On. And then we explain them, look, you have to understand a technical system is a system that uh, has uh, system elements. And they all connected with each other, and there is a system boundary, <laughs> and the system is connected with its environment, and so on. This is the basic we ta- we, we we teach people mm-hmm. in the first, second, session, and then uh, we train them in methods and, so and so on. But to understand really this concept and to understand to say you can look at a system by dividing it into parts but to understand that all the parts are connected with each other and then understand that this connection um, bring it to a new functionality or new behavior Uh, it's more than looking at only one part and optimize this part and this is what you do during the whole time you as I said you learn like okay understand you have to look at the system and then you do this all this uh, work on examples, the coffee machine mm-hmm. one, <laughs> everyone has to do, right? And then you you took uh, take your looks uh, uh, or different aspects on the system, and then you understand. Oh, there are many many aspects. How I can, uh, yeah, look at this system and understand it's in the in the whole. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah.
2: Uh- Donella Meadows, for example, I think she's not a systems engineer, so systems thinking is not specific to systems engineering. No? So, who, the who should learn it? Is it something for, for engineering, or is it also something for management or business people, or is it for, for anyone?
1: Uh, in, in my world, hmm. everyone should learn that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, many people from the social, um, social science, they learn that mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they uh, help bring that. But I think uh, many people in leadership, it's very, very important. I'm sure in politics, it should mm-hmm. be very basic. Mm-hmm. Um, also in finance, because you have this finance mm-hmm. systems and they're very, very complex. This is one, but in engineering, for nowadays engineers and in the future, it is very necessary as a skill. And I'm sure that we should teach them. in it, it's, it's not a faculty thing. It's really in the basis of every engineer should learn system thinking and train it. Because as I said, it's a it's a skill. It's more you can you can have some methods and tools. And then you have to train it. Then mm-hmm. by by using all these methods all the time, you will see how your thinking change. and you think start um, you start thinking uh, a holistic not not beca- have a problem and think the first solution that came up into your mind, but think, okay, what is the problem? What are the aspects I have to think about, and then find a solution
0: yeah yeah i've heard that uh, john holt has written a book for uh, on systems engineering for kids so you think that maybe system thinking should be taught in in school or or even in kindergarten to all the children
1: uh, uh, in my mani- imagination it's, uh, it's the future yes <laughs> so I, I um i uh, found a very good um, community in um, America. They started it. Um, it was the, the Water Center where we also have the s- System Habits cards. Well, mm-hmm. Maybe we can talk about that later. But uh, it's um, one of the main, mm, main, main motivation of this center was to bring system thinking into the schools <laughs> and also cool. in the kindergarten and mm-hmm. um, they started in the 80s and then they they had many mm-hmm. many work that um, was um, one engineer he heard the the lectures of um joy forrester and his wife she's a teacher and then they started uh many many did their work in teaching it and also in the school and i think it should start i think the children when they grew up they are somehow system thinker because they they don't uh they see the connections and they want to understand everything yeah They are Mm the best to ask why, why, why. (laughs) And then you should explain it. And then you see that's all connected. And then you have to explain it more the next step and so on and so on. Um, And then we bring them into our school system by training them in method, magic. Then uh, after uh, some minutes, (laughs) go the next uh, and the next, next. And so we train them in silos thinking and not in the holistic how it all mm. are connected and have mm-hmm. an So That's, I'm really uh, sure that... You should... remember
2: me of a story from Peter Cote, he was one of the object orientation gurus in the 1990s and in his book from the 1990s he mentioned that object orientation is something you learn in kindergarten yeah. because the, the children learn to see the world in, in objects that are connected yeah. um, so that's quite similar. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they, here are the cards you mentioned. I, right. I have them here. <laughs> so I love what them. are these cards? Uh, these are these are German cards but they are also oh, available in English. So what what is on the cards or what are, are the purpose of these cards?
1: Yeah, it's and, uh, also from the center. Um yeah. One- um they developed or um, as we talked about that uh, it's sometimes not that easy to explain what a system thinking and they mm-hmm. developed, um these cards by describing habits so when you are a thinker you uh, act also right you develop somehow habits and they say uh, to understand what a system thinker is you can take a look on the habits uh, he or she develops and uh, there are 14 describing mm-hmm. uh, what this system thinker, how it, he acts or how, how he, he sees the world. And maybe we can take one or two, uh, explain a little bit. For example, one is to seek uh, to um, seeks to understand the big picture. So as we said, mm-hmm. the whole, but um, when you slip the card, you see that it's uh, described a little bit more. It says a uh, system thinker focuses on the mm-hmm. first as well (laughs) as uh, the details of any tree. And that is very interesting. That means not only see the forest, but also be able to focus or zoom in, zoom out, right? Mm -hmm. um, Very interesting. And uh, then it says, uh, ask questions to understand if you have this uh, system thinking habit. That means, for example, how can I maintain balance between the big picture and then important details.
0: Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. two favorite cards are the one that describes how systems behave over time with the example mm-hmm. of the baby and then the younger child and then uh, the grown up, uh, which is a very nice uh, example. It's the pink card, I guess. And uh, the other one uh, that I like very much is uh, with the cook uh who 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 brings in seasoning and he has to be very careful uh, how much seasoning he brings in the soup or whatever it is uh because if you if you don't understand the system and you bring in too much yeah you can ruin your dinner
1: <laughs> right right Yes I like also uh the rec- to recognize the impact of time time delays right oh yeah to <laughs> so understand that you have maybe right now uh yeah you yeah, so described like you drink soda and uh after time it will that you have uh, um your teeth are broken <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah right or as uh, my favorite is to change perspectives uh to increase the understanding and that is for me really one also um I use to train system thinking because um we have many methods um, we can use to describe our system. And then this all helps us to have another view on the system, right? Mm-hmm. To do have another mm-hmm. perspective on the system. And um, and here it is uh, like you have, uh, you want to increase your understanding by changing the way um, the view, uh, they view aspects of the system. And then yeah, to be open for that, and also to uh, learn um, how you can develop new perspectives, or how can you have new perspectives on this system.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for all who are mm-hmm. wondering what we are talking about, we will link <laughs> those cards uh, in the box under the video and bring it into the show notes. So you should even be able to see the link on Spotify and wherever you hear or see us and I have another interesting source uh, for, about this topic uh,
2: systems thinking for schools um I'm a member of the INCOSI uh, sys team community so they focus on on education for the topics of sys team which stands for systems science technology engineering arts and mathematics mm-hmm. um and some time ago someone posted um, some uh, PDFs about systems thinking for schools and I just remember that and looked at it again just before our episode here. And it's very exciting stuff. So we also put that into the show notes. Put that mm-hmm. the link. Absolutely. It's from the Institute what's called Institute of Play. Yeah. yeah. The Institute it has, of Play. That that's, has some very
1: yeah. that's very good examples. Um to understand also when uh I'm am I a good system thinker or not <laughs> yeah. describes uh, not a system thinker would do that and a system thinker would do that <laughs> it's very yeah. good right yeah and you mentioned uh, also this into the schools and kindergarten i think we should do that but not um it has to change how we teach that right because we can't mm-hmm. tell them the theories and so on we have to start in doing just just uh, describe um uh, the parts of system then explain them how they interact mm-hmm. with each other and it could be a technical system because the children also are interested in techniques uh, or, or it can be also um natural systems right um as i saw an example they start for example to they bring an apple and say, okay, what is the apple? Where does it come from? And the children have to think, what has been done that they have this apple in their hand, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, they know apples grow on trees. Okay, but then they have to think someone has to um. Anton.
0: Um... Pick.
1: pick it up from the tree (laughs) then it has to um to to pack to transport then it has to go to the the the, um, your uh, store and then you can buy it and then you have it on your uh, and very interesting right it's very Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. one piece we know it from every day but understand all this uh, that it has a huge process behind that um it brings really, really, it opens a new perspective on there. Mm. Yeah.
0: And it has also a life cycle view. So that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, the connection to product life cycle management for me, who is also coming from from this direction. Yeah. It's yeah, everything's connected somehow.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and for me, it's also, I think with system thinking, we can, uh, and uh, that's why I like your, uh, the, the system, community <laughs> because i think mm-hmm. one aspect to bring young people to this um this uh, disciplines right because we have a problem that many people don't like uh, mathematics or don't like engineers mm-hmm. uh, engineering or that but i think the people are interested in to understand the whole system understand the techniques and uh, but not saying you are good in math so you should be an engineer mm-hmm. So, and then um over that i think they can be um look at technical system in a different way and then be a, a more way um think about what to study <laughs> and maybe become an engineer
0: mm-hmm. yeah um a question which could arise is, uh, is there an organization like INCOSI who is caring about systems thinking or is it a topic, yeah, which is yeah carried around in, in, in a scientific community or do you know something about that?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned, the Waters Center, mm-hmm. this is one uh, organization, but it's very different different to INCOSI um, because it's more like, um, a community that they formed and they have the mission to, uh, spread the system thinking approach into the world, um, by, t- by having also webinars and, uh, free learning and the cards and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a little bit different to Nkosi, but, um, also, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, it has, uh, roots in at MIT and mm-hmm. also when you look there are co- own courses for that <laughs> yeah you have you can uh, train in system architecting or system engineering mm-hmm. and uh, own courses only for system thinking and mm-hmm. i think we need both really because uh, we can do systems engineering and do this methods but we should do that really explicitly to to train the people in system thinking and that means um Yeah, train. (laughs) Give them many, many methods and then train Mm -hmm. and and, uh, understand how to go into problems that we have to solve um, on a very interdisciplinary, transdisciplinary way.
2: So uh, if I do a course about systems thinking uh, at the MIT, for example, um, am I at the end a systems thinker or is, is there an exam at the end, or a certificate, or I'm a certified systems thinker, the CST, mm-hmm. Is there something I like that. You have,
1: you will get an, uh, um, a certification that you, you visit the course, <laughs> but mm-hmm. at the end they, they uh, say, yeah, the people changed the way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Go, go out of the course and they, they see that it's changed how they look at systems. And uh, I was at the mm-hmm. webinar this week uh, from MIT. They they described what they train, and the, the lecturer says the first day when we start that we we train a little bit, and then you will have headache <laughs> <laughs> because it's very hard to to uh, yeah to see the whole and to understand and so on. And so on. it was very interesting. So it, very beginning. It ends with a headache, but then <laughs> it changes your way of thinking.
2: OK. Yeah, so that's probably much better, also changing the way of thinking, than uh, to have a certificate at the end. Right, right.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was also a question like, uh, do do we have a difference between newbies or starters and um Experts and I think it's uh, like every competence we we develop during our time. It's the more you train and uh, be very aware of this competence, the better you will be. Right, mm-hmm. um, but at the end, yeah, we have to train it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's also like uh, start to read or to to mm-hmm. write. You can learn the the uh letters Mm -hmm. (laughs) can tell you how to pronounce them and how to bring it into a word but at the end you have to learn first words then uh, sentences then uh, uh, stories and so on so on then train it to be a good reader (laughs) and then the Mm -hmm. next step is to understand but it's other competence (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: so we mentioned at the beginning you know, that it is related to systems engineering so systems mm-hmm. engineering should know systems thinking but now systems engineering is related to MBSE and we are in an MBSE podcast and uh, MBSE is systems engineering right. uh, so is there something special for MBSE and systems thinking maybe even something that should or is already in SysML or something like that or is it, mm-hmm. does it doesn't not really fit that together it's just it because it's important for systems engineering
1: It's very, very, uh, uh, very good (laughs) Um, because um, systems modeling is the basis for system thinking. Um, Because you, you, when you start modeling, you have to abstract, and Mm -hmm. then um, to describe aspects of a. You have to think what point of uh, viewpoints you will describe, uh, how to describe the system, how to break it down. Right. This is all this steps doing this system modeling and for that you you have to uh, you have the system uh, you tra- you you use system thinking <laughs> mm-hmm. and um and i think they are they um um have an impact uh, on both sides so you you have to have somehow system thinking to be a good modeler and then also by modeling you train your system thinking <laughs> mhm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely cool. thinking about something like stakeholder analysis where you switch into other roles maybe to right. see the system from another viewpoint uh, bringing mm-hmm. up uh, yeah, maybe different or, or even conflicting requirements with you with this other role and bring this into a model now. Yeah, that's yeah. Absolutely highly related.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have to describe the boundary, then you have to describe how it interacts in the environment, mm-hmm. break it down, uh, describe the interfaces, right? And understand the inter- uh, the interconnection and, and also behavior. describe the behavior, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Yes. Yeah, so, well, is there anything we haven't covered yet about system thinking? Something important? Maybe okay, I would like to I'm... add
1: one aspect for model based. Mm-hmm. Sure. We we also work in model based with um, graphics or diagrams. Mm-hmm. And, um, this is one one way to describe or to abstract things, and uh, to describe it and also to communicate. I think this is one a really necessary aspect also in model based systems engineering. Systems engineering to have something where you uh, draw uh, the complex. Um, Interactions and describe it, and, and make it possible to describe it to another person. Not only mm-hmm. words or texts and so on, but use also diagrams. I think this is one also aspect from how to to to, to, to yeah think in systems and train your system thinking.
2: Is mm-hmm. Will be interesting with System V two no? because we in System V two will provide a textual notation too. Mm-hmm. Uh, had Just before this episode, I had the discussion with someone else about that, um, and yeah, that we believe that it it will change a bit how we work with. with system uh, or with the mm-hmm. modeling, mm-hmm. if we do it uh, textually, and it's a little bit like programming. So if mm-hmm. we completely skip the graphical step, then as you mentioned, we maybe skip too much of the systems thinking part of the modeling.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting.
1: Maybe we mm-hmm. can talk
2: about that in a... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So many people are very excited about the textual notation. I think it's, it's mm-hmm. a big benefit, but maybe there are also some disadvantages, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like that yeah. okay all right so well I think we are at the end yeah 35 minutes already um so let's close it here and so Lydia thank you very much uh, for joining us um that was very good and very interesting. And now I'll know more about systems thinking okay. than before, definitely. That
1: <laughs> is still not on the point. I would...
2: Maybe I can also explain <laughs> it now to others. I will try. <laughs> the, um, my wife is also a teacher, so I will yeah. I check this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, and then, well, our next topic, we we haven't decided the next topic for, for next month yet, but uh, very likely we will do something about system so so will be two in, in March. Well, March is this is maybe two month. That's uh, the month where we, uh, where the OMG decided about this in 2 and uh, we plan to do something uh, from our MBSE around the world series in April about France. So we will visit France this time, very likely. Um, yeah, and for February we we have to decide yet. Uh, so we have no date, of course, then and then,
0: well, at the end, as usual, do not forget. Subscribe to the channel, leave us a comment, and <laughs> trust us. We are systems engineers. <laughs> Goodbye. <All right>.
1: <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. bye bye <laughs>